Why, hello and welcome everybody to Talking is a Free Action. This is our weekly show where inhabitants of the material plane are lifted entirely voluntarily and not at all against their own volition to put, be put through a series of challenge rooms and questions so that we can see what makes them tick. To what end, you might ask? Well, blasted if I know. We're certainly not trying to learn all of their weaknesses and flaws for any imminent invasion or anything of the sort. My name is the Forge Master, and I represent the Question Masters, your friendly local inquisitors. You find yourself in my artificery of authenticity, and for your delectation today I have obtained a mortal known as Testimonial, a very interesting personage if you don't mind my say so. I also have reason to believe that this Mr. Testimonial is connected to other characters in the material plane through a higher being known as Steve, who resides in a plane known as the real world. And we are hoping to acquire some juicy tidbits from this Steve as well. Testimonial, are you present and accounted for? I... Yes, yes, I, uh... Sketched at the sketch at the, the layout of the room. I've uh, copied most of what you've said uh, in the way that you've said it. Uh, please excuse any uh, diacritical marks that may have gone astray. Yes. Oh, good. So you're a note taker then. I uh, uh, old old force of old force of habit. When you know your career is in uh, is in note taking and uh, quill crafting and uh, other forms of uh, other forms of stationery. Uh, just one one never stops testing. All right. Well, um, we'll see whether any of this actually uh, remains with you after the uh, after the hour is done. Because, uh, well, shall we just say that uh, you will certainly not remember a thing. But before I'll we press, begin, hmm? I'll press extra hard on the paper. <laughs> Maybe try to push through to a couple of layers just in case I miss one. But before we begin your ordeal, uh, sorry, force of habit, challenges. Of course, we have our wonderful sponsors and supporters to thank. So, please send your gratitude via whatever societal medium that you favour to the sponsorial entity known as Phoenix Dice, and to our supporters, Idol Champions, Elderwood Academy, and D&D Beyond. Furthermore, we have a special fondness for our audience members who are known as the D20 Club, a superior and exclusive club that you could join by supporting us on Patreon, of course. If you are unable to descend into the artisticity of authenticity in person, you can also listen to us on your favourite podcasting app by searching for Roll Together RPG. And if you wanted to converse with us via the mysteries of the World Wide Web, our influence has spread to various societal medium under the moniker Roll Together RPG. Now, testimonial. The artificery of authenticity has summoned you. Over the next... Fifty-five minutes or so, you shall walk about my workshop. Behind each door is a challenge to overcome. But remember, talking is a free action. At any point, if you decide that you can't hope to overcome an encounter without loss of face, and trust me, there are several different interpretations of that, all of which are possible here, then you can take a pass at the meagre cost of some of your higher being's deepest secrets. <gasps> Be wary, though as my influence over here only lasts for around an hour, at which point you'll be safely dropped back at the exact moment you left, and you'll forget that this ever happened. Do you have anything to say for yourself before we begin? Okay, struck with sage right. This is, must mean that it's real, so let's go for Oh, it's very real. <laughs> Let me assure you that. Um, and just to prove that it's real, I'm going to ask you to roll a very real... D100. A D100? Please do, yes. And let me know the answer, obviously. Obviously. Mm. Uh, start Starting off with a three. A three? I don't know why everybody always starts off low with me. <laughs> so. Proper foundations and all. As I uh, remove the fob of keys from my pocket, and you can see that there's a, a very large number of keys. Difficult to say, but you'd estimate in the 50s, 60s, maybe. I jangle these keys and I go over to a door. Doesn't seem to matter which door, however, because I just pull a key and it seems to fit. And as we walk through, 
And you follow me in, I'm supposing, otherwise we'd just stand around in this workshop for a while. I follow through? I'm assuming you did. Right. Um, so you entered into an ornate room with wood-paneled walls and plush velvet curtains surrounding a doorway ahead of you. On the door itself is a gleaming golden clock with intricate cogs and mechanisms whirling behind it. A panel below the clock reads the following. My long and short hands sneak many momentary brushes twixt midnight and mid-noon. But how many? Many brushes twixt midnight and mid-noon. Mm, my long and short hands. So... This uh, this craftsmanship looks exquisite. Is it is it, is, it, is this your work? Is this Rillaway work? Where no. just well, I don't like to toot my own horn, but yes, it is indeed my own work. Very 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 fine filigree gold. I think you'll find extraordinary. So twixt twixt midnight and mid noon mm. uh, is one complete sweep around. So I would say that it is. I would hazard. Between the between is eleven. That was remarkably quick. I didn't even have to ask you to roll anything. Uh, <laughs> eleven is the right answer. Yes, uh, twelve Excellent. hours, and you don't quite get the full twelve when it's uh, between those times. So uh, there's not very much more to say about that one. Uh, you've you've solved the riddle in well perfect timing, if you don't mind the slight <laughs> clock pun. <laughs> Excellent. I'll note that one for later. I'll save that for save that for a party. Indeed, you, you try that. I would like you then to uh, roll another d100, something a bit higher than a three, though. Shall we? Well, let's. <laughs> let's see how it all feels. Uh, uh, one hundred. I've gone right. the other way. You you have <laughs> oscillated right to the other end of the spectrum, which is going to mean a lot of scrolling for me. By which I mean I've got this scroll and it's right on the other end of it. I've just got to get... Um, all right. So the clock door opens. As soon as you've said the, uh, the correct answer, it's... And just nuzzles open. And mm -hmm. uh, as we go through the door, you find yourself in a room full of many and various keys. Not unlike the ones I've got in my fob, in More fact. Okay. All sorts of different keys, you'd say. There's uh, your kind of deadbolt keys and your chub keys, all arrayed around the room on various hooks. The entire room is festooned with keys. They hang on pegs. Some of them are piled on the floor. Some of them merely just hanging off of a nail. And on the other side of the room, there is a large door with a keyhole and a little mm -hmm. doormat saying, bless this mess. <laughs> what would you like to do? <gasps> what would I like to do? An enormity of keys. Mm. A singular, a singular keyhole. One would Are presume key that only one would lead the way. <laughs> I, that 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 would that would be actually my fear. <laughs> that only only one would do. Uh, I I feel the need to talk it out. I feel the need to uh, say talking is a free action. And talking is a free action. Very well. Right. Well, in that case, I'll drop the accent and um, say hello, Steve. Thank you very much for joining me. <laughs> hello, John. Very glad to be here. Yeah, good to see you. Haven't seen you since um, the Christmas one shot. That was the last time we played together. That's the last time, and that's where uh, Testimonial got uh, introduced. That, indeed. So, so I'm very happy that I was the one who uh, drew the short straw. No, it wasn't a short straw at all. <laughs> um, uh, yes, no, very happy that I happened to be free at the same yes. time as you to, to do this. And um, welcome. Um, lovely uh, to have you on the show. Um, so we also have a question list. So could you roll me a D100 to see what um, question I'm going to ask you? All um, right. The, we don't really have a talking as a free action equivalent if you don't like the question. Um, you can just tell me. Sure. <laughs> I like to chatterbox. 21. 21. Back down the bottom end. Which I'm so, capable of saying without <laughs> adding har har, hearty har har from a Looney Tunes cartoon. <laughs> I might so have a, to... game of, a game of blackjack where Bugs Bunny holds on one card and it's nice. 21. 
I yeah, I'm gonna have to Google that one now. Find it as a GIF. <laughs> it's, 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 it's I think that's fun. that's that's how people watch things now: TikToks and GIFs. Yes, probably less the GIFs. That's just me being old. Um, so twenty-one. Mm-hmm. Um, what is testimonials morning routine? Testimonials morning routine is uh, making first making sure the ink's dried on the previous night's journal entries because the pages are laid flat. He's not too concerned about secrets. He is very concerned about smudging. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he, he, you know, up, out of bed, make sure that the volume has, uh, the, the, the ink has dried on the page, turns over the page, and then uh, uh, runs off to uh, to organize the morning, the morning cup of coffee, uh, you know, a light muesli breakfast. And of course, last night's, uh, last night's playbills or theatrical reviews or whatever happens to come uh, be waiting for him at the post because he's obsessed with uh, with the theater mm. from the audience perspective and, and 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 how he could how the audience could be better behave how the audience could help in the, the the best audience could help inform greater performance or evoke greater performances from the stage that's his goal. <laughs> as, as as a critic but sits there critiquing the audience that he happens to be uh uh attending with exactly i guess exactly right. and if the audience was just a little bit better <laughs> then maybe the performance was, could just be that much more magical exactly just elevate us all just audience re- remember that <laughs> you're fine you're, you're a good audience oh um impeccable i don't feel like i got to learn anything about you though and in, in okay. that question so um, i'm going to ask you to roll another one and let's see if we can find something out about uh, steve this time not about uh, testimonial a Steve question. Okay. Hmm. Uh, here we're looking at ninety-seven. Ninety-seven. I the, the, all dice are like this: <laughs> digital, physical, indeed. Chaos. Um. So ninety-seven. Mm-hmm. I still a little bit gamey, but I think I think we will learn something about you anyway. Okay. Um, if you could go back and change an in-game decision. What would it be? Is there, is there any kind of moments, not necessarily as testimonial, like anything when you've been playing D&D, where, you know, a night's rest and you've suddenly thought of the perfect... Mm. <laughs> uh, an in-game decision that I would have, that I would love to change. I think it would be uh, maybe a DM decision mm? when, I was Ooh, okay. ra- when, I was, when I was running a game, uh, running a game with the, with the kids, we were playing the... Um, the start, the starter set, the Fandelver encounter, and there was a dragon. Uh, there was a dragon to the right, and there were more uh, zombies of a type that they'd already defeated before uh, to the left. And I, I urged them <laughs> towards the right, and I, I feel that that it didn't end at a total party kill, but it got very mm. close to it. So I would have probably, I should have routed them through the zombies for a little bit more prep. A little bit more treasure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there, there were some useful potions over there before uh, throwing them up against an albeit very young green dragon, but still a green dragon. It was, uh, it was too soon. <laughs> mm. I think it's one of those, like, the most difficult things about being a DM is just, um, you know, you're in the moment. You you can only plan so far. Like you, you never know really what they're going to do. And in some ways, them doing what you've been urging them to do is actually the thing you've probably planned the least for. And I was, I was hoping it would roll. Up. I was just so excited. Yeah. The first dragon, their first dragon, their first dragon. Then was out properly, you know, accounted for how they would reasonably play against it, um, and because uh, I thought they would. They would, they would riddle it. I thought they would talk, but no, they went, they went in, you know, swords and wands blazing. Uh, and I'm like, uh oh, <laughs> and then tried to mitigate it. I rolled random, random attacks, mm-hmm. like in front of them, and just say, like, it's not me, <laughs> it's not dad doing this. And then we'll, but and please run away. Did, then, did you say it's not dad doing this? Was this a game for your kids? <laughs> yeah, it was a game for my kids. Yeah, that's. <laughs> It's 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 past bedtime. All right, killing you, yeah, killing exactly. you, killing you. Let's, let's wrap that up. Lovely. Um, oh, I'm getting greedy. I want another. I want another one of these, and then we'll we'll go back to the uh, to the key room. Sure thing. 
So here we go. And that's an 82, slightly 82. more within range. Yeah, not not quite so much scrolling for me. Um, oh, but quite a hard question for you, I think. Okay. Who is your favorite character? Who is my favorite character? Mm. Now, I will I will caveat this with it doesn't have to be a character that you've played or DM'd. This could be in a TV show. Oh. In a, it, just a character, I guess, that you like. You can restrict it if, however, that makes it easier. That's, well, that's just a, a bewildering array of characters. Um, mm. So in terms of play, I don't... I don't know. They're they're all they're all fun. Um, they're all fun independently. Um, I was. Let's go. Let's go with media. Um, mm. I don't know if uh, if you've watched the uh, Foundation series on um, on Apple TV. I uh, no, I don't have Apple uh, TV. It's, it's a difficulty with now nowadays with so many different streaming services. It's true. It's true. It's kind of looping background to. No, I'm just going to pirate. <laughs> I'm not going to pirate it. Don't come for me, Apple. No, no. I just want to watch uh, your show. Uh, the uh, the character of the the character of the emperor in mm. the foundation. I don't have so spoiler warnings for all and for all and sundry. Um, the character of the uh, of the emperor is absolutely is absolutely fascinating the way that they've set up this this character over the, the long span of the foundation uh, of the foundation timeline. Uh, I find. Uh, I find that completely interesting. So now I'm actually I'm a little shy to like spoil things to spoil things for the sh uh, for the show. But the the notion is that the um, the uh, the emperors are all uh, the emperors Cleon. Um, I don't even remember if they're in the original book. Um, are eternally long lived family of brotherhood of clones. So there's a young one. Mm. There's the middle aged the adult one and then a, an elder one and it's just fascinating to watch uh lee pace playing the the middle um middle cleon take all the cues from like say a, an, uh, an impetuous younger version in one season and then they do a flash forward and he's playing the impetuous adult version and then mm -hmm. to see that baton get passed later on i find just the uh that character completely completely fascinating mm -hmm. can't take my eyes off it because it's all it's all this continuity between three different actors. It's a, it's an interesting mm. exercise in cooperation. I'll definitely have to check that one out. Maybe see if there's a, such a thing as a, a free trial or a, oh or yeah anything of the like so that I yeah, can yeah. Try, and, try and binge it. Get a get a get a seven day free trial and uh, and, and take a run through it. Yeah, seven seven day free trial and some time off work and <laughs> no sleep. Um, right, I think we'll uh, we'll descend back down into the uh, into the mind of testimonial and the forge right. master and suddenly we are back in the key room where uh, i'm simply going to uh, just spoon through my uh, reel of keys and uh, you find one that looks a bit a little bit like a, an index finger this would be my uh, my skeleton key uh, and i just kind of stick that in the uh, in the lock and on we go never want to go into a room when you haven't got a a backup way out, just in case you can't find the uh, the, the actual key. Why? <laughs> and testimony is just scanning the room to still mentally trying to match all the shapes to the keyhole, and it just gives up <laughs> and, and runs through it. Sometimes it can. It's it's like that. Do you roll me a d one hundred? A d one hundred. Certainly. Oh. Two tens added together. Oh, an eleven. An eleven. All right. Scrolling right back up to the other side. Oh. So we open this door, and um, quite strange. We've been indoors this whole time, and uh, we open this door, and suddenly we're outside. And if you were to glance around the uh, the door frame, you'd notice that actually there's not there's no building that this door frame is attached to. Simply. Oh. Simply a standing door in the middle of uh, a, a, a rather large crevice, a grand canyon, some might say, were they of the mindset to put those two words together. But uh, on the other side of the canyon, and it has to be said, moving towards you at quite a pace, there is a Tarrasque. I don't know what to tell you. It's uh, <laughs> it's one of those. Uh, 
Do you, do you know what one of those is? You... I I have uh, seen a remarkable stage simulation, hmm. <laughs> but never. <laughs> but you daunting. know enough to know that you're pretty much doomed. I'm uh, pretty pretty <laughs> very very much doomed, but also hmm. sketching badly because my goodness, the the stage version forgot so many points of articulation that the real thing provided. Uh, yes. Any, any last words before we are uh, irrevocably uh, nommed to bits? Uh, talking is a free action. Get me out of here. Fair enough. I mean, you know, as as far as last words go, those are actually quite good last words. Um, all right, let's go for more questions then. Um, please roll me a D100. D100. I can't. You'd have been safe. We wouldn't have been eaten. I'm just like, what would have the Wanda Wonder done? Like, <laughs> turned it, maybe it made me very big. 71. 71. That is. Oh, okay. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm actually, I'm, not that I wasn't interested before, but uh, this, this is, this is one of my favorite questions, I'd say. Okay. Um, how did you start playing TTRPGs? How did I start playing TTRPGs? Yeah, oh, how did goodness. you start? Uh, a slightly older cousin is, okay. uh, you know, was, was the gateway to that. Not really a cousin, more like you know, we were, my, my parents went on a, a summer holiday tour visiting, you know, uh, visiting their friends. And mm -hmm. so, you know, their old friends, uh, they had an older son and he would have been to go stay for a, a, about a week. My brother and I were too young to be cool and interesting while he went off and did other things. But we had sort of free run of the... Uh, of his room and his, his game room so there were you know old comic books and there was a stack of um ad and d uh, source books so we just grabbed you know the mm. dds and demigod encyclopedia we grabbed um uh the monster manual and just read through them over the course of the summer and then found uh, found uh the basic set and played an attempt at mashing up because we didn't realize the rules were different things from ad and d first edition with uh with uh, keep on the borderlands and then found found our way through it it was mm. baffling but uh so fun to go through and connect the the monsters to the map and mm. and, and, and 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 roll things for damage at, uh, <laughs> that's how the, that's kind of how that started so you didn't didn't even um show you themselves they just um you, you just you just had were locked in a room and uh, discovered <laughs> discovered them under uh, under some other things some socks uh, and clothes it, it, i mean exactly i mean it was it, it was summer it was hot it was air conditioned he was uh running off doing other things and so that's how we we figured it out and then uh we were i mean we were quite young we were still in elementary school so then we reported our discovery the following the following year and then our friends got into it so we were started to play i guess we must have been like nine or ten amazing where we where we dove into it and, and and played intensely for i think until we were 13 or something like that and then you know took a took took a high school break mm. and, and mm. did other things yeah. but that was because you were finally start. cool enough to to not do the thing i don't i don't know if it was a question of cool not cool but there were just more things to do <laughs> and uh yeah so that's how uh, that's so it went to bought books and modules as they came out you know all you know gift money and uh allowance was was you know carefully saved mm. and spent and then you know, devoured whatever was the latest thing in dragon magazine and that was that was the start the rest is history <laughs> well yeah and then you felt uh, there's a gap and then i fell back into it uh mm. with um with third edition and then it just sort of all came along i never i never stopped playing since I haven't stopped playing yet, but yeah. we're not going to think about that. <laughs> um, I'm going to I'm going to squeeze in uh, another question before we we go back. Sure. Um, so yeah, another D100, please. D100. Hmm. Oh, this is a 55. 55 down more or less the middle. Oh, all right. Well, oscillated from uh, one end of the. Um, of the table to the other oscillated from my favorite question to probably my least favorite question oh no <laughs> you right. must kill off one of your living D, &D characters uh. who and how 
Mm. Who and how? Mm. Uh, I think... I think it would be... It would have to be... Uh, Bibbles Decrescendo. What was that is name? It, uh, Bibbles Decrescendo. Who, oh, is a, who, who is a Triton bard. Okay. And... Um, just always just always bobbles the lyrics when it comes time to casting to, to casting their spells so i would find a, i would find a way uh for them to uh, assume that this was their spotlight moment and uh i would i would i would force i would i would force a fumble and you know completely fail to seduce like i don't know the abolith and and and, and 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 meet and meet an untimely end that way <laughs> Sorry, Bibbles. Um, <laughs> them's the breaks. Them's um, the break. Yeah, I think uh, we shall descend back into the consciousness of Forge Master and Testimonial, and you'll be glad to know that we're no longer in that canyon of greatness. Nope, no, it was all an illusion, anyways. Just, it was, it was a minor illusion, but very, very close. So <laughs> you, you couldn't quite tell that it was. Couldn't quite. No, it stuck my hand out still. Um. Right, could you roll me a D100 and we'll uh, see where this door leads us. D100? Seem to be blooming. Oh, I'm back. There we go. Uh, 27. 27. 27. Right, lovely. In that second quartile. 127? I haven't got 100 numbers. No, no, I'm just taking my list. I'm trying to note, trying to find a pattern in the rolls. (laughs) I feel that there are other numbers in my head, but 3, 100, 11, 27. Right. So I think that, that? Um, as the uh, as the gaping moor of the Tarask, that this this leaves our uh, field of vision, and yet there is a, a a taste on the wind from its breath that kind of blows past your face, and you realise that it's a uh, it's it's a morphs into a uh, salty sea air, and uh, we find ourselves on the open docks of Luscan. People are going about their daily business, but um, as they do, you notice a plump-looking coin purse unattended in the middle of the thoroughfare. Do you want to pick it up, or...? It's right there. I mean, it's it's right there, Hmm. and it's a crowded thoroughfare, and people should know if they've lost their coin purse. Uh, It's also Luskin, which is not... It is. People seem to be going about their business. Nobody seems to care. So it says right there for you to just pick up. I think I will. I think that's exactly what I'll do. I will walk over and I'll uh, give it a poke hmm. with the with my quill just to check, you know, if it's uh, as solid as a terrasque, which now has a new meaning for me forever. It, uh, it, it is more solid than a terrasque. More uh, solid than is, a terrasque. It is present. Uh, <laughs> so it clinks in a pleasing manner. It clinks in a pleasing manner. Uh, so uh, I pick it up and I scrutinize it for, you know, on the on the outside at least, for uh, identifying marks, sigils, logos, scratches, whatnot. Give me a history check. A history check. Hmm. Uh, would be uh, for an 11 total. An 11. Something at the back of your mind kind of itches, but you don't quite recognise it at this point. Um, I'll also give you for free that it's not trapped. It's, this isn't that kind of room, so oh. you can feel free to examine the contents as well, if you wish. Well, the, then then I'll, un, I'll undo the I'll undo the, the cord, uh, flip up any flaps, and uh, take a look at what's inside. What do I find? Well... You find somewhere in the region of 200 gold pieces. And uh, as you kind of root around, you find a, a, a sketch, an artist's portrait of, um, well, who is your mortal enemy? It's my... Mm, do you have a mortal enemy or maybe a rival critic in uh, in Waterdeep? <laughs> uh, I, 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 do, I do believe that uh, the the... The the editor of uh, the Waterhavian Trapdoor Gazette is not fond of the number of letters that I've been writing to them because they've been edited ruthlessly and without regard to nuance. And so I think that uh, 
this uh, Mr. Mr. Barbaro Fitzwilliam is the person on this sketch. Barbaro, frankly, barbaric, if I may be so bold as to say. But I wouldn't say it so much. But, you know, this is all a dream, so perhaps the truth is coming out. Um, I mean, you could treat it like a dream, that's fine. It's perfectly <laughs> real, but then we'll be wiping your memory. It's a very different, well, nuance to the detail. <laughs> um, well, so you find uh, a picture of um, Mr. Fitzwilliam. Um, uh, artist portrait, if you will, of um, Fitzwilliam um, playing with a pair of children that bear a striking resemblance to uh, to, to Mr. Williams, uh, Fitzwilliams. And uh, you do notice as well, just as you're, you're kind of scanning around, there is a guard standing idly nearby that hasn't noticed. What would you do in this instance? Got a coin purse, two hundred gold pieces. Purse. Belongs to that dastardly Fitzwilliam. Well, I mean, and his children, and his <laughs> and his children. Uh, well, I mean, he clearly he's clearly he's traveling, and if he's traveling, he need you know money is always of an interest, and it is my most fervent hope that he's traveling for business to open a gazette somewhere else or at a stage that I don't have to see or therefore comment on. So I would approach the guard mm-hmm. and uh, turn this and, and and turn this purse over in the hopes that uh, Barbara will stay in Luskin and far away from uh, the theaters that I hold so dear. I see. So you've you've done the noble action but for slightly ignoble reasons. I mean, it's for the benefit of the of the town because without the full without the full breadth of of my reportage of of, of the critique, well then, you know, how can anybody hope to improve? So that, that is true. It is for the greater good and also very slightly good. your own advancement. The, the guard takes the coin purse. You, you, you get even though you're in Luskan, you do get a, a kind of air that you know this is a good one. This is a, it's a very difficult job being a guard. So I think you, you, you need to be honest if you're going to stick to it. So uh, you get the feeling that, if at all possible, the uh, the coin purse is going to be returned to uh, Barbara. Excellent. Um, so that that is my fervent wish. And he has you, what he needs to stay away. And you can you can move on guilt free, for the most part. Uh, please roll me another D100. A D100. Off we go. Mm. Yes, we haven't quite visited enough rooms for me to rank us down to a D90, if such a thing <laughs> even exists. Uh, 21. A 21. Right. Har So we, um, we take a sidestep. We, uh, we enter a tavern. Um, in Lascan. Um, but you see that I use my keys. I, I actually have to pull the door too because the tavern was open. I pull the door too. I turn the lock and um, as we open, the bustling noise of the uh, of the tavern seems to have disappeared. And as we walk through, uh, we seem to be in a farmyard. Dust swirling around our feet. It's a very frontier-style farmyard with, you know, more 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 dirt and fewer kind of well, less grass, shall we say, more uh, more shrubbery. And um, as the dust clears, you find yourself confronted by a single chicken. A single chicken? Hmm. Give me a perception roll. <laughs> uh, here we go. A five. Five. All right, well, you don't look that closely. You know, it's a chicken. Um, chicken. However, you kind of blink and you you realise, well, hang about. What you thought was a chicken is, in fact, an abyssal chicken. And you blink again and oh. you realise that it was actually a hundred abyssal chickens standing in a row. So you couldn't quite see the ones behind. And they all sort of come out. Some of them are kind of clicking, Jetson shark style. Um, how do you escape from a hundred abyssal chickens? <laughs> oh... Oh my goodness. Uh, how would I escape from 100 abyssal chickens? So I think. Question of the day, I think. 
I think that it is. It is there like a an abyssal, like a single abyssal horse. Uh, what should I, what should I what should I be doing? I believe there's a, there's that... a milking yard where there uh, there's some abyssal cows just uh, <laughs> some abyssal cows giving there. of their abyssal milk. That's uh, a phrase I didn't expect to be saying today. I would. I, it's, it's a phrase what only says desperately when needed. Um, I can't remember. Oh no, I only speak deep speech uh not uh not abyssal so let us i mean now i'm now imagining if you had spoken abyssal you know having to to, <laughs> to, to, to suddenly remember what the abyssal word for <laughs> exactly <laughs> okay so uh according to moments of improvisation and uh, a, a quick reading of uh, rules is uh, rules is written. I would alter myself to look like a slightly large abyssal chicken, and then I would pat 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 myself walk around the column of chickens to see if there's a road that they may have crossed. I'd want to see what's on the other side of it, or to see what's at the what's at the end of the end of the column. Perfect. Right. Well, um, you change your appearance, and uh, the the chickens seem none the wiser. They they, they slightly wonder where dinner has gone. But um, <laughs> looking around, and uh, yes, you can indeed cross the road to the other side, and you're none the wiser as to why they were on this side of the road instead of that one. The little grass is greener, perhaps. <laughs> But there is, however, a door frame. Mm-hmm. And okay. as I jangle my keys, would you like to roll a d100 to find out which one indeed I'm going to use? Which key shall it be? Oh, is the key the secret and not the door? Fascinating. 92. 92. That sounds rather close to a door that we may have already been through. Let it me does. have a look. No, I think we just avoided it. Right. So as I open the door and you peer through and slightly triply look and there's the door just frame just there and then mm-hmm. but it doesn't look like that on the other side but we go through and all the same and we find ourselves in a cozy comfortable lounge there's uh, okay. all sorts of divans and uh, sedans and other things that end with Dan apparently um but there is a tiefling reclining on an overstuffed sofa in one corner. They give you a warm, a welcoming smile and ask you, what number am I thinking of? <laughs> uh, may I? Hmm. These are always games of observation. And of course, uh, and of course, uh, personal charm and humor so can i quickly investigate the room to see if there's anything any un- unusual assembly of things that might prompt that might prompt a number to be called to mind interesting I- uh yes of course please roll me and uh i think an investigation roll because you're appearing slightly closer at uh, the the items in the room, correct? I'm looking. I'm looking for things, for shapes, mm. for, for 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 counts. Maybe somebody's cast an interesting shadow that says something. Uh, Sixteen is the is the number for my check. Sixteen, and I think that uh, that being above average is probably enough for you to um, to look around as you um, peer around the room. On on first glance, moving your head around. Um, you don't see anything, but then as you kind of slightly move one one inch to the left, mm-hmm. your next scan, and all of the the chairs and the picture frames and you know some of the the lighting posts just just line up well enough that suddenly a number jumps out to you. It's one thousand and sixteen. <laughs> one thousand and sixteen. Well, that. Uh... It's a very optical illusion, kind of. Uh, you wouldn't have seen it if you weren't standing just so. One of those gestalt trompe l'oeil type of things. So, yes, that's what I tell the tiefling. I say 1,016. <laughs> Sorry, a little bit of deep speech. Uh, the uh, the tiefling looks, I mean, relatively annoyed, but then also, uh, 
it, it passes and an impressed face appears on their face. They look pleased. They, they say nothing more, but beckon for you to uh, approach the table where there's a, a number of goblets of wine and spirits and, and various things. You can furnish yourself with a drink as a as a well done for uh, seeing through their mean ruse. Yeah, seeing through. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So uh, t- uh, I stand at the table and uh, mix myself a combination of uh, you know, a combination of drinks, some, some, you know, form of Negroni with Prosecco in it or something, something, uh, memeable like that. And, uh, I introduce myself, testimonial rattle ward, I, student of, student of theatrical arts, occasional dabbler in illusions. Do you have a story that you'd like to share? I'm trying to make conversation with the tiefling. The, the, the tiefling, um, looks over at you, laughs. And in a flutter of butterflies, sit in their their space instead, which has nothing to do with the fact that I haven't got a name for a tiefling at my back and call. Um, there is, however, my, yes, and you you notice underneath the uh, the the sofa that they were sitting on, there's a trap door. Oh. You can go for a door down downwards for once. Okay. Well, I'm fascinated because I mean, of course, the presentation of the stagecraft is amazing. So I'll finish the drink, and then Forgemaster. Indeed, Let I us will. Hands. Um, please roll me a d100. You're whizzing through. Don't normally get through this many rooms. 46. 46 or 26? 46. 46. Oh, well, the pendulum is oscillating more towards the middle again. Interesting. So... Shunt the sofa to one side, and I furnish myself with a, a black iron-looking key, which I open the trap door and pull it to, and you can see a staircase descending downwards. And as we descend down this uh, slightly rickety wooden staircase, uh, with a handrail, don't worry, it's perfectly safe, uh, you can hear the noise of a rowdy tavern. And if we were just coming down from uh, from the rooms in, a, in an inn, Amongst the patrons, you notice a rowdy table of dwarves, all of them drinking and clapping each other on the back. Ah! You're here! Come! Sit! We're telling tales of our legendary exploits. Halfroyk here has just been claiming that no one can beat the time that they survived a shipwreck along the Sword Coast by taming a plesiosaur and riding it straight into Waterdeep Harbour. What do you reckon? What have you done that's worthy of a half and brag? <laughs> and they all stare at you. And they all stare at They all stare at you. With bated breath. Uh, well, I'm not much for crowd work the way that you the way that you've described. As magnificent as it is, because I mean, plesiosaurs are notoriously tough to wrangle. They're definitely tough to stage. But I did uh, uh, spend a moment. Uh, 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 helping helping the god of death uh, deal with a particularly harsh dramatic portrayal, and I was able to uh, uh, convince them that there was no re- no reason to you know uh, fight the flailing, but instead to embrace uh, the gift of art towards them. And I think uh, if it's good enough for if it's good enough for Erebus, then I think that uh, somebody should make a play about your friend's adventure. And for those of you who are wondering, you can watch these exploits in Live Fast, Die Free, uh, available on YouTube and all sorts of other places, probably. Um, the dwarves sit there. The bit of an uncomfortable silence before they go, yeah, yeah, good for a, good for a laugh. The god of the underworld, ah, oh, that's good. Boss, how did you get out? Uh... Talking is a free action. <laughs> fair, fair. Um, spoiler for the end of the show, maybe. Um, <laughs> all right, uh, let's roll a d100 on the question list, then. On the question list. Let's see yeah. what Steve's rolls are like compared to testimonials. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
all over the place? All over the place, a nine. <laughs> nine, back to the top. Um, ooh, okay. How would Testimonial deal with karaoke? And what would their go-to song be? Oh my goodness. Testimonial dreams of karaoke. Testimonial is too... Uh, always forgets to uh, study thaumaturgy to like build his own backup band for it. But Testimonial... Uh, would love to uh, go up to uh, Smells Like Teen Spirit mm. but actually sing the lyrics to Never Gonna Give You Up because they're the same meter. <laughs> if these bands and these songs existed in, uh, you know, in favorite, which I believe they do, of course, because great music transcends dimensional plane, I think he would, I think he would Rick Astley. He would Rick roll the heck out of um, smells like Teen Spirit. That's genuinely a good tagline. I might have to steal it. Good music <laughs> transcends. In the, in the, I'll get I'll get it off of the vod when we've when we've done this. Um, yeah, there's no way I'll remember. <laughs> it's all in pop. Good line though. Good line. Like it. Um, fab. Um, so 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 what you're saying is testimonial is a Rick Roller. He's 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 a Rick Roller and uh, testimonial as. Uh, thinks that he tries to be slightly too clever for his own good, so it will be you know <laughs> his performance his performance scores will probably suffer for it, but uh, that would that would be his goal if he had uh, if he had karaoke on hand. Well, we'll have to see if uh, the, the tavern when we go back to it has a, a little karaoke uh, stage in the corner. Um, we'll see. Uh, Let's let's do another another question, shall we? Another D one hundred on the question board. Here we go. Thirty six. Thirty six. Yes. Okay. Okay. How much do you like to bring real world experiences into your games? So. <gasps> I'm going to, to okay. let you think for a bit. Oh, have yeah. you got an answer? Well, I don't bring... Uh, I don't think I bring real-world experiences in, into into the games, like sort of mm. like, you know, past conversations that we've had, that I've had with people and things like that. But I do very much like um, using, you know, real-life events or uh, celebrity gossip or whatnot to inform mm. my NPC names and... Uh, you know, funny voices because it's always <laughs> I, you never expect which tavern member the party's going to talk to. Uh, you want to know how they how they go about it. So, uh, whoever, whatever you know, singer or celebrity or politician happens to be in the news, I'll I'll, I'll very often reach for that. It's, the, it's my first it's my first gasp. Uh, <laughs> fortunately, my uh, my kids like to uh, keep me apprised of what's what else is going on in the world outside of my usual media sphere. So I'm constantly being presented a bunch of TikTok. So, you know, there's a, there's a lot of jokes that I can bring out and, uh, and try to use slightly incorrectly, much to their amusement, but it's a, uh, it's, it's a lot of fun to see their reactions. I mean, to be fair, like sometimes deliberately misusing the slang, it, it kind of makes it slightly more special for them still. And actually it's quite funny for us. <laughs> like like adding the in front of like the Pokemon or oh yes. are you are you playing the Legend of the, no that one didn't work Legend of the Zelda like Legend of the Zelda <laughs> oh, Legend yeah. Of... yeah just just move the the around yeah are you playing Legend of Zelda <laughs> and they're like um, no it's it's wonderful it's it's low level trolling is uh is is great <laughs> yeah. Set, set set up the kind of seeds of oh yeah no he doesn't doesn't know what he's doing until the, the, the one moment where it's perfect and you can just go yes, yes right at the top the the ollie i don't know i don't know slang i i i unfortunately do not have kids who do not therefore keep me up to date with anything new if i want to go to tiktok i have to go myself and oh no it's not gonna happen it's 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 wild out there i don't know i'm not brave enough let us descend back into uh, the the dungeon, and as a uh, testimonial becomes self-aware again, um, you become aware of uh, a tray of uh, mugs of ale being dropped, and the focus shifts away from testimonial and uh, the, the end of that question, and the dwarves 
and go back to their own uh, little discussion on their table. And you may feel free to slip away and roll yourself another D100 as uh, I open the door to the tavern. It's, it's, it's pouring down outside. So I think, no, I'll shut that door and I'll use a different key. Use a different key. So uh, mm. key number six is the key, key that I would six. recommend bowling through and I find number six very quickly because there's only five before it. What is the one lie? That's, 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 I'm still on the question board, but <laughs> I'm going to ask this to testimonial anyway. What is the one lie that your character tells themselves? Oh, testimonial, what, what's one of the one lie that you tell yourself? One lie that I would only tell you, Forge Master, hmm. is that. Go on. I've never paid for my own tickets to the theater. Ah, always getting the comp tickets, getting through on the, uh, <clears throat> on on the, uh, the the journalist pass. Are you? <laughs> I I. I, I I know somebody who works who works at the who works at the door, who works as part of the maintenance staff, and mm. I don't tell anybody this. But this is the this is this is how this is what I what I get to the theater. I'm actually supposed to be working, but I always wear the finest suit under the overalls so that I can attend. I mean, obviously, it's the finest suit because you can afford it because you've never paid for theater tickets in your life. <laughs> it makes it makes perfect sense. Of I course. mean, it all it all rounds it. I think. I'm well, cover, you see. Oh, that, that's going to need some more delving into, but perhaps on another time. Um, that was an interesting diversion. But as I uh, reopen the door, we enter the room on the uh, table that I should have been rolling. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> we seem to have gone out of a pub and straight into a small hut with a thatched roof in the centre, keeping up appearances and also the the stereotypes. There is a hag toiling over a cauldron. And she says, (laughs) Oh, she is a stereotype. (laughs) I am Poyland, one of your nearest and dearest friends. But fear not. I do have an antidote, and I'm more than happy to give it to you. But you need to give me something in return. <laughs> Anything for Roger. Roger? <laughs> Wasn't Roger a rat? <laughs> Roger is more than just a rat. He's an extraordinary friend to my other extraordinary friend, Gardas. Save me for Midia Pickle. What? What? Really what, read what, the names on the bottle before I go. Oh yes, no, I'll, <laughs> I'll take this. I'll, I'll poison Roger, of course. But sure, Roger deserves it. Didn't tell me it was a rat. No. Hey, what would you give me to save Roger? I would. I'm just as interested in the esoteric as the physical. I shall tell you. <laughs> well, I'll straighten my tie. Uh, I would give you. Uh, hmm. I would give you an uncast spell. Interesting. What you're telling me is um, a spell that at some point in the future, you won't know when, fizzle out. Gone. Didn't know. Precisely. I'll take this off you. As she uh, reaches out, her uh, her hand stops before your chest. She doesn't doesn't need to go anywhere internal or anything like that. But she just okay. just and you feel a slight diminishing of your magical being, as it were, and uh, you suspect that the bargain has been made. Right. Well, this is the antidote to what appears to have been rat poison. <laughs> Store bought. This is actually just soup. You may mm. give that to Roger when you've seen them. Ah! 
<laughs> with a puff of moths this time. Moths this time. The okay. hag disappears into the mist and then kind of realizes that she was indoors and the moths kind of bat around on the door frame and it's a little bit sad, really. So uh, maybe we should... I think, I think I'm going to try and squeeze in one final room. One final. One final room. Yes, the last key. Please roll me a D100. With this D100, I roll an 85. 85, a very nice number. But is it a very nice room? That will be seen. We open the door on the other side of this uh, thatched roof cottage. And we enter into a sandstone-walled room, detritus of dead adventurers littered around the floor. There's a pedestal in the centre, which holds a large pink gem, which seems to be calling you to it. Above the door is a gem-shaped hole, and a neon sign, completely incongruous to the rest of the setting, flashes, saying, insert gem to exit with a large arrow for effect. What would you like to do? I would, I am always delighted to uh, to, uh, to to collect and interact and examine gems. Mm. So I pick up the large gem and rather than sliding it, I really want to lift it up and delicately lay it into the appropriate indicated location. Well, the trouble with this room is, if you remove this gem without providing a counterweight, <gasps> the floor and ceiling suddenly uh, become portals. And you, you find yourself slipping through. It, it, the sandstone becomes actual sand, and you slip through, and you find yourself falling from the ceiling back through the floor. Infinite, oh. infinitesimus. I can't say that word. Infinitesimus. <laughs> forever, you fall. You can still see the portal, you can still see the door. You do still have the gem, but how do you get out of this one, shall we say? The pedestal is still there? Pedestal's still there. You haven't quite uh, reached terminal velocity just yet. Well, then, uh, my greatest, most theatrical spell might be the one that gets me out of it. I will thunderstep up towards the pedestal, because I'm holding an object. That is, of course, less than my weight, and it's nice and dramatic. So, ideally, with a big, I appear above the pedestal and plop the gem in place. Lovely. So you're you're putting it back where it was. I'm putting it back where it's supposed to be, indicated spot where it's supposed to be. Where is oh, that was... the, the the neon? Uh, there's a, there's a, like a doorstep that yeah. you can you can stand on. That's absolutely fine. Yes, you can uh, you can do that, and you can you can just about reach the. Uh, the nook in the above the door where the uh, the gem should go, as far as you've been told, anyway. Do you place the the gem back in? I place the gem back in, and with a grinding of stone, you can see that the uh, passageway opens up, and you find yourself back in my workshop. Or I'm afraid. We've pretty much come to the end of our time here in the uh, Artificery of Authenticity. So, all that really remains for me to say is, uh, well, thank you all and sundry for joining us for Talking is a Free Action. You will find us here every Friday from 6 to 7 p.m. BST and other time zones are available, as Steve well knows, uh, as well as on Mondays and Tuesdays between 6 and 9 p.m. for our live stream where we watch the exploits of mortals such as Testimonial from the Shadows. On a Monday, you can watch Testimonial in... Um, um, you're going to have to remind me what... Um, a scaling effect. Scaling effect you find yourself in. Thank you very much. Uh, while on a Tuesday, we take a trip down memory lane with the uh, uh, Gloom Falls, I believe it is, still. Gloom Falls, most likely. Um... All of this, of course, streams at twitch.tv forward slash RPG, and VODs are available immediately after the stream so that you can catch up. Or you can find all of our content on YouTube 
a mere few days later. And don't forget that you can also enjoy them as a podcast if, of course, you wish to hear me rambling and never once describing the actual actions that are happening as I want to do. Many thank yous again to our D20 Club on Patreon. If you would like to support us, you can do so from as little as one of your local currency per month. And thank you to all of our sponsors and supporters as well. Testimonial. Before you go, is there anything last that you would like to say before uh, the uh, the past hour is plucked from your memory? Oh, and I'll probably have to remove some of those uh, documents as well. I will please accept these notes on uh, presentation, theme, description, and with some modest suggestions for improvements for, future, for further adventures. As my gift to you, it was a remarkable... Uh, it was a, a remarkable preview of what I think will be an excellent career that you have ahead. Ah, excellent. I have to say that uh, that's, that's worked out very well because I didn't have to take any notes myself. <laughs> Brilliant. Well, as uh, I lead you through the workshop and out via the final portal, before you go, please remember the ancient question master proverb. Always stay classy at the table. Thank <laughs> you.